Every day in the United Kingdom, we spend two and a half million pounds on coffee, which is fine with me, as working with my lab assistant Brian here does my head in. Away there, Professor. I'm Professor Kelvin Harris, the resident scientist for Codec Moments. And this week, we are not on a mission to highlight interesting and unusual games that you can buy instead of your daily cappuccino. Instead, we're here to discuss some recent updates to a few of the games that we've reviewed previously, and a couple of really interesting updates to games that we've never reviewed. That is crazy bonkers, Professor. What's brought this on? Well, Brian, with the release of Dawn of the Planet of the Apes in the UK last week, it inspired me to go back to Endemic Creation's simple but addictive strategy game, Plague Inc., and check out the new Simeon Flu Pack. Based on my work for the government at Porton Down, Plague Inc. tasks you with creating an epidemic that will spread uncontrollably and unabatedly across the globe, eventually wiping out all human existence. Do you remember that time you created SARS, Professor? It was rubbish. It might yet mutate, Brian. You may come to rule this day. Plague Inc. is perhaps my favourite game to date, allowing me to model transmission, mutations and resistance of virological, bacteriological and biological vectors on a global scale from the comfort of my living room. All for purely theoretical reasons, you understand. Is that why you wear that yellow balloon suit and scuba tank when you play it, Professor? A good scientist always has the appropriate personal protective equipment, or PPE, Brian. Alright, oh, I thought PPE was that lesson in school when I had to jump on a little trampoline in my pants because I'd forgotten my gym kit. Simeon Flu is the third add-on pack for Plague Inc., following the Neurax Worm and the Necroa Virus. It challenges players to not only develop a deadly disease capable of eradicating human life, but to also orchestrate an ape uprising across the globe. It ties in with the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes movie and provides a steep difficulty curve, having to manage a battle on two fronts as you prevent humankind from eradicating the disease whilst also having to stop them from wiping out the simian insurgency. All in all, it's a great addition for just over one pound and it's satisfying to see that the fake news headlines that appear in the game are being kept topical with comments about Suarez and Destiny appearing now. But I don't like monkeys, Professor. That one we had in our lab kept calling me an idiot and telling me what to do. For the last time, Brian, that wasn't a monkey, it was me with a beard. What about something with planes, Professor? I love pocket planes. Well, sadly, there's been no update for pocket planes recently, Brian, but Air Tycoon 3 has had an update to add an additional 10 cities, including Shenyang, Nizhny Novgorod, and Okinawa. Along with some more planes. Look, Brian, your favourite is there, the Boeing 737-900F. Professor, you know I only like the Boeing 737-900C. Anyway, Air Tycoon 3 is boring, no matter how well it SEOs. Okay then, how about Aces of the Luftwaffe from Handy Games, which has been updated to allow you to control your aircraft using your Sony Smartwatch 2. Hmm, sounds interesting, Professor, but I'll not be allowed to wear a smartwatch after my mum said I wasn't allowed to wear anything smarter or brighter than me. To be fair to your mother, Brian, when she said that, she was trying to stop you wearing a bright yellow suit out in public. It was the 90s, Professor. Everyone was wearing them. No, everyone was wearing neon socks and colour-changing t-shirts in the 90s, Brian. Only you and the mask were wearing bright yellow suits. 
If you've not played Aces of the Luftwaffe, it's a vertical scrolling shooter that has you dodging bullets and shooting the Hun out of the sky over Blighty. Whilst the game is smooth and responsive, having your finger on the screen to control the craft is somewhat… stupid. It obscures the view and gets you killed. Using the smartwatch too, you move your wrist to control the craft and touch the screen to launch your power up. It's smooth and responsive and the phone screen is free of your sticky fingers. Sadly, this doesn't make the game any more exciting or interesting, but the innovative use of the smartwatch too is something we'd like to see more of. Speaking of aeroplanes, Brian. Hitman Go recently had an upgrade which added the airport chapter. The upgrade is free if you unlock it through progress or it can be purchased for 69 pence if you don't have the patience or if you're working towards a review deadline. It's a new series of 15 boards that introduces civilian mode where Mr. 47 disguises himself as a flasher in a dirty Mac who can pass by security undetected until he reveals himself by making a move against an enemy or objective. There are also new features like conveyor belts, the ability to skip a turn, and more vigilant guards who use their keen eyesight to watch two directions at once, allowing them to keep one eye open for international assassins as the other spies for somebody attempting to bring more than 200 cigarettes through customs. Speaking of killers, Tabamasu Games' Kawai Killer has, as we predicted, been slapped happy with Apple's Banhammer. Following the review of the update they submitted to introduce the challenge modes, Apple claimed that the game depicted realistic images of people or animals being killed. Although there'd been no changes to the cartoon Carnage since the original version was approved for sale on the App Store, and it was even made a featured game. Tabamasu are currently working with Apple to restore Kawai Killer, and we look forward to finding out what's what soon. Don't forget though, it's still available on the Google Play Store for Android devices. Crikey Professor, I wouldn't want to be controversial, but I'd choose a Galaxy S5 over an iPhone 5S just to play a Carway Killer. It's that good. Well, we can't sit here all day doing a post-mortem for Carway Killer on iOS, Brian. Not when we could be doing an alien autopsy in the iPad version of Surgeon Simulator. The recent update allows you to perform several unpronounceable procedures, including a Burgish Borlax or Gavachal transplant. The atmospheric X-Files-like music that accompany the new operations is a lovely little touch too. In brief, Fast Rummy now has a multiplayer mode, Icicle on Thin Ice applied some much-needed oil to that squeaky wheel on Dennis's bike, Harmonix's record run has added a new character called Hip Hop Girl. Fiasco from Blinking Pixels has added an inspiration power-up to help you think of longer words. And Threes has added a landscape mode that's more pleasing to the eye. Pad. Finally, Red Lynx's Trials Frontier has seen quite a few updates since we reviewed it back in May. They've added more paint jobs more tracks, a whole new island called Reaper's Finger for Tier 1 bikes, control customization, outfits, and a home shack to play dress up in. But best of all, the ability to sabotage the annoying AI characters with slippery banana skins. But Professor, bananas aren't really that slippy, are they? Well, Brian, the coefficient of friction of a banana skin on a typical surface is around 0.07. 
Coefficients of 0.1 and less are generally considered to be those of well-lubricated surfaces. So, if bananas are so slippy, why don't all those monkeys just fall out of trees? Well, that's one way of combating the simian flu pandemic, Brian. Free bananas all around. Cost of a Coffee is a production of Codec Moments. For more information, visit codecmoments.com or search for Codec Moments on Facebook and Google+. If you can recommend a game that costs less than a cappuccino, or one that's got a really mint update, tweet us at Codec Moments or email prof at codecmoments.com. If you thought Cost of Our Coffee was mint, please consider giving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere really, so we can reach more lovely people like you. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>